Hello, everyone, and welcome to Soccer Rangers in Space. And if welcome for joining us again this week. My name is John. I'm the Silver Ranger. I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. And I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. And this week, we're talking about our favorite fangs of everyone in this group. Movies. Two movies is, in is particular. That, is that our favorite thing? Is that our favorite thing collectively? I mean, video games are fun, so. too. Yeah. We talk about movies a lot. Let's, we do yeah. talk about let's, movies a lot. Let's let's let's, let's admit this, because it, it, it's true. We do. We do. How many one, times have we just gone to movies? In one movie we're talking about in particular, well, two or a couple, um, is Detective Pikachu. Because yes. that came out, and one of our rangers here saw it. So, yeah. Rob, what can you say about Detective Pikachu? Yeah, you see I, every fucking film that ever comes out. I, that's not entirely true. I skip the occasional one. And there's there some how many have you missed? Or how many have you skipped in the past six months? Honestly, okay. probably about ten. Really? Okay. Most of them have been films that I just haven't had interest in. A lot of them, I, I hate to say, like anything that comes from Fox uh, Searchlight, I just I skip oh. most of those things. Just don't matter that much to me. Occasionally, there's I one that really it. catches my interest, and I'll go and see it. But it's like that's something. I don't understand how those movies work. I, I'll keep this short, but I don't understand how those movies work because they never make back their budget. And yet they're the ones that they're always throwing out there for reviewers to be able to see ahead of time to try to go and drum up hype for. And it's like, it never works, guys. Okay, like I saw Chappaquiddick. It's a great movie. I highly recommend anybody who's interested in the Kennedy legacy and all that stuff. Look at that movie. It's a really good film. Uh, it's not judgmental in a bad way or anything. It's an interesting film. Didn't make hardly any money, and I swear that more people saw it in my preview theater than actually saw it under regular admission. It is the weirdest thing to me, and it's like that with every one of these movies that comes out. I do not understand. It is it's just it's for Searchlight, though. Like It's all these weird indie movies that come out that are uh, critic-acclaimed, but yeah. normally, if you actually look at that's a weird thing. It's like one of the ones where you have the critics love it because it's a drama or based off a true story or something like that. But then it's uh, when you actually go to people who watch it, like your uh, general Rome, audiences. Yeah, general audiences is going to be way low on ratings for that because they don't want to see that. They want to just see plain act. They want to go to the theater, see fucking action, eat their popcorn, zone out for an hour and a half, two hours, and then that's that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. But yes, Detective Pikachu. And um, actually, I'm going to throw something out here because this is something a little unusual. Having seen this movie, I really liked it. I just got to get that out of the way. Cool. I like it enough that honestly, I'm tempted to put this podcast out early because I want people to see it opening weekend and not wait until the week after. Like it's up against some stiff competition with Endgame, and there's a lot of other movies that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. I know we don't have that much of an influence reach, but I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling like we might want to get this out early. because they do it. I this this film this will be interesting to see because the critics are going hard against this movie right now. Uh, it's been very actually weird for me watching Rotten Tomatoes over the last couple of days because it started off in the 90% territory and it's been slowly dropping down on the critics ratings. Of course. And, it has. Well, and it's really fascinating to me. So right now it's sitting at 67% from what I'm looking at here. 
yeah, just the reviews themselves are actually dropping more and more into just obscenity rather than actually being real critical reviews, even from places that are generally looked at pretty highly as reviewers. Mm. This is, I don't know what's going on, but I think because this looks like it's going to be the first video game based movie that's actually based on a real game to go and get a certified fresh rating. It seems like they're trying intentionally to just dive bomb on this movie. Mm. I'm not accusing of collusion, but it just seems like there's a lot of these reviewers that are just like, no, we are not going to let this one be the one that makes it work. It's mm. weird because I don't want to overhype the movie. It does have its limitations, but this is, and mark my words on this, the best video game film adaptation ever made. Hmm. Like, I thought Warcraft was as close as we were going to get. And even that still was not a great movie, but it had a lot of red meat for the Warcraft fans. It did. Yeah, that, that's that's an interesting one where the film was really catered towards the direct fans. And that is something that you want to do. You want to make sure that they are taken care of. But general audiences would have a bit of a hard time with that film and clearly did based on its reception and audience ratings. Sorry, my ears just, I just to reconfirm, which film is, are you, that's, that was Warcraft. So that was talking it was, about Warcraft. Okay, yeah, it was Warcraft. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I, I missed the I name. Out. Yeah, you stop, stop, stop listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I enjoyed that movie, but it it's, was. It's a stunning movie. It's like still really seen pretty it. and 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 crazy, and they've got lots of props and everything, and it looks like Warcraft. The guy who makes materials for them. I, I was gonna say, says so the guy that works on the movie. <laughs> I didn't work on the movie. I just made stuff for the movie. That's working on the movie. <laughs> and the fighting was you cool. In it. You could technically say you helped. You made stuff for the Hobbit. So I did make stuff for the Hobbit. So it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. yeah, that that's. That is a problem. It's like, it seems like these movies that are meant. Well, that's the thing is Detective Pikachu, it feels so out there and crazy. Like, there is no hardcore Detective Pikachu fans, or there are, but like, that's like such a weird niche thing that yeah. this is the kind of movie that seems so comical. And you're just, you're going in there for Ryan Reynolds, I guess. Yeah. I kind of. This, I don't and, know. Okay. Here's the thing it's, with the. The thing, this is what I, I, when I first heard about this, I obviously thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, this is a Ryan Reynolds prank. Ha! Like, all the funny things. But then as I started, I realized, oh, okay, this is actually a real thing. And I started looking at, I've always been a huge fan of the recreations of what Pokemon would look like in real life, you know? Have you seen those? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> No, no, no. Like I mean, I like the artwork that you've seen. Like the really brutal. Like, like have you ever seen like the realistic version of Mewtwo? It is crazy looking. Yeah, he's in Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Movie out now. You can go see it. Style. Yeah, it's air. If you want to go down, it's nine forty-five. It's it's there's one screening going on. Like you can pump on down there real quick. Yeah, and, and Cole, that's something that actually this is a weird thing for me because when I first saw the original trailer for this, it's like, okay, I think we saw literally everything that's going to be funny in this movie in that trailer. Yeah. Because the first trailer is also weirdly good. And yeah, yeah it is. it's cool seeing these realistic Pokemon. Something that I did not realize until I, uh, I I'm in the theater uh, and as we're getting ready to get out and just watching all the credits rolling on there, 
the guy next to me went, oh yeah, uh, that's my son's favorite uh, artist on DeviantArt or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> so I looked up this concept artist, this RJ Palmer, and apparently from some stuff that I've read from like Games Revolution Kotaku, they actually went out of their way to go and find real Pokemon fans to help with the development of this movie. And yeah. the artistic design in particular, they went it to a very popular shows. internet artist for it. Yeah, it definitely shows. And like, because the thing that I like when I first heard, I was like, oh, Detective Pikachu. Ooh. I was like, okay, they're going to make cutesy little fuckers that just like, yeah. Like, you know, the, it's just and essentially a real life version of of the anime super cutesy nothing like like no harsh lines no obvious like oh you know and no, then i saw the I charizard <laughs> the charizard looks fucking amazing in the movie by the way and then of course the, then there's smaller things is like oh, okay pikachu's cool okay okay and then mr Mo- like personally my favorite joke from the from the um from the trailers is the mr mime thing that was good it was like you could like it, it's full of Ryan, Ryan Reynolds gold, and then it's just like, no, he's just telling you to shove it. He's telling you to shove it. <laughs> like, it's just stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, again, that's that's, that's that's like that's going that's like the writing the high of basically Deadpool. It's like anyone who's seen Deadpool will want to go see this movie because they're going to go see Ryan Reynolds be mm-hmm. himself in such a way. Yeah, it's it's weirdly fascinating too because yeah, I, I've heard everybody talking about you know, oh well, we, I wanted to go and see this when I heard that our Lord and Savior Ryan Reynolds was going to be playing the role of Detective Pikachu, and it's like, I that's an interesting element, but I gotta say I actually thought that that was going to be like my least appreciated feature of the whole movie because it's a PG film. It's like. How much are you really going to get away with? How much personality are you going to be able to dev into this? Um, and then you remembered he's Canadian. He figures out a damn way. <laughs> I, I, and that's cool because it's like, it's cool to see him in these kind of roles, but it, it shows that he's able to be funny outside the usual PG-13 or rated uh, R movies, which I think is great. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and he wanted to do this role, which makes me actually very happy. And it shows in his delivery this was clearly not just another paycheck like Green Lantern or RIPD. R- 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 right. Oh, yeah, sir. Okay. Yeah, I like RIPD. Like, I, I, like... I enjoyed that movie, but it's yeah. very clear that he did not have fun at every moment of it. Yeah. Deadpool, this, he's having fun. And I, I'm looking forward to getting a director commentary. I'm hoping there will be a Ryan Reynolds commentary, maybe an unrated version of the movie where we get a commentary from him. Because I want to know what was scripted and what was ad-libbed. That'd be cool. Because like, It would be hilarious if he just did one of those things. It's like, okay, start the movie. It's just an MP3 on your computer. Yeah. And you plug in and you're like, okay, start the movie now. Okay, this is what we did. Yeah. There, well, like, like a very off the, different. very lo-fi where he like recorded by himself. And then you just got to yeah. take it. It's like on a Walkman. It's you put a Walkman in. You're like, yeah, exactly. All analog and shit. Um. Yeah. There, how many you? How many of you actually like played the Detective Pikachu game? I did. And I, you, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Forgotten it was actually a thing. I. It's in my DS, and I still have not finished it. It's a great game. But that's the thing is like, well, the way Pikachu is voiced in that game 
like when I first heard about Detective Pikachu, I thought they're going to voice it like that. Mm-hmm. And this, Dan the, yeah, well, Dan, yeah, yeah, it's it's in the Japanese version. It's also um, uh, I can't remember his name. He's a famous voice actor, actor too. But it's it's the the low. It's like the old guy, low grumbly voice, Danny Medio. Um, mm-hmm. the Japanese voice is like. Uh, so it's it's a character that he just sounds like an old detective man, like yeah. kind of a Dick Tracy scruffed up voice. Yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah, he's like, like Columbo, or you think, or or we think Mark Columbo, Columbo. yeah, Columbo, hard boiled yeah. detective. Yeah, hard boiled PI. Oh, the life has made me think, but I'm so witty and keen. I can see these things. It's like that's kind of that's kind of like what it's like so i'm really surprised by it when i heard that it was oh detective pikachu i wonder how they're gonna pull it off and then hearing ryan reynolds of like oh that's gonna be a completely different take than what detective detective pikachu kind of started from and and it really is and that's there's three things about this movie that are why i want this to be a success because it got three things right that i have not seen another video game adaptation even really attempt as bad as that sounds Mm. because one of the things they got right in this tonality was a big thing. Like the script, I'll be blunt is nothing special. You have seen this script before. It's predictable. I won't say predictable because there is a twist in there that I did not see coming. Like I thought I had gotten everything worked out. And then there's this twist. It's just like, well, fuck. Well, now we know there's a twist. Thank you very much. Thanks like you weren't expecting there to be a twist. It was just a question of whether or not it was one you were going to get or not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm constantly trying to go and predict on where a movie's going. It's just the way my brain works. It's like I got I got most of the stuff with what they were doing right, but it was how they got there that was fun and different. Oh, but, that's good. Yep. Yeah, but the other thing, though, and what really sets it apart, like I mentioned, tonality. This yep. film felt consistent from start to finish. It is actually a pretty emotional movie, despite being a comedy. There's a lot of heart in this. Justice Smith, uh, who placed him in the movie, he really was a great character. It was very grounded to this world. It felt like not only he belonged, but we actually were in the Pokemon world. Like, we're not in some alternate universe. We're not in some far off concept. We're not trying to bring Pokemon into the real world. Wait, we're so okay. hold on. Yeah. So we're not like in Tokyo or anything. We're no, literally... we're in Rhyme City. Okay. Yeah. It is yeah. it is in the world of Pokemon. There are references to other places. There's callbacks to things that have happened in the show and in the games. That's cool. But none of them you need to understand to go and progress through everything. They took some story beats that have been in the games in the movie or the games in the TV shows, as well as some of the movies, but it doesn't rely on them. And unlike say Ghostbusters 2016, where they just throw in references that don't really feel like they belong anywhere or are just references for the sake of references, this stuff, it's very subtle. It's very thoughtful in its approach. It's something that if you did not grow up with this, if you didn't pick up on it, it doesn't go and derail anything. It doesn't take away from anything. Yeah, and if you do get like... it, it's not like, oh, I see what they did there. It's just like, oh, that was cool. I like that. So it didn't go and bring you through an emotional roller coaster where you have this peak where it's just like, yes, and then oh, we're back into this boring scene. It's just consistent all the way through, and being in that world, and it feeling like it belongs, 
it just all comes together. And especially, I, I really cannot give enough praise to Justice Smith. I have no idea who this kid is, but he did an amazing job of making me feel like I was in this world. And uh, back to Cole's point with the creative direction for the Pokemon themselves, the first, I don't know, 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes, it was a little bit weird still getting used to these Pokemon moving around. Like Pikachu looks really good and I would say normal right off the bat. But a lot of the other Pokemon, it does take a little bit of time to get used to this different art form, even having seen all the trailers. But after that, honestly, I'm having a hard time looking at a lot of the 2D drawings because it's like, this doesn't feel normal anymore. The movie felt normal. That's cool. Like, it was Roger Rabbit levels of immersion for me. And I, I just don't know how else to go and put that. It's just like, it felt like these characters were actually there. It didn't seem like it was just actors interacting with a cutout or something like that or going and talking up to a giant robot that's <laughs> supposed to be there but it's just a cgi interface it's like it actually felt like they were interacting with each other and it's just mm -hmm. weird for me to go and see that because it actually makes other films that have tried doing this sort of thing look bad by comparison I got a feeling a lot of people are going to be throwing around the Roger Rabbit comparison, but I, I, it's the only thing I can think of. It's the only one where it's just like, this worked. That's one I've been thinking about a lot lately is Roger Rabbit. Like, you think we've seen a lot of movies with characters, uh, uh, CGI characters in with live action characters, yes. but no one compares it to like Roger Rabbit, where Roger Rabbit, it just it has its own weird feeling to it. The, the, diff the biggest difference when it comes to things like the Roger Rabbit film are that they tied no fact it was like no there's a fucking cartoon walking around in 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 hollywood like you there's a stark difference between the two yeah where here you're like no we're implemented like when when we go into detective pikachu they've like no they've conformed the pokemons themselves into much more realistic where if they did the same thing along the lines of like roger rabbit that film would have been very fucking different I, I can't argue that but i think actually you're almost proving my point though because they did not go and make any qualms about the fact that there are tunes in this world there's tunes walking around hollywood in roger rabbit mm -hmm. this i think part of this and honestly Cole, you've just made me think about this like going back to my robot analogy, whether it's a Transformers movie or Power Rangers, you know, the reboot, it's like we're always looking at these things that don't exist there. And there's always this sense of what exactly is going on here. Like the actors are always supposed to be just a little bit confused as to how something of this scale is going on. And in this world, they don't make a big deal about the fact that there are Pokemon all around them and that they're just because part of the environment. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing as Roger Rabbit in that way. It's like, I think that actually is probably part of why it works because they are an organic part of the world. They're not yeah. something that's an oddball. Yeah, like, for example, if Roger Rabbit came walking down the, driving down the street in the fucking yellow taxi yeah. from Roger Rabbit, we'd go all go, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, because it wouldn't be normal for us. It'd be like, holy shit. It was like... And I I do know that for right now that I would be running in the opposite direction because <laughs> I don't know where a fucking frying pan's gonna come flying out of nowhere. So, I damn well, 
but but if you look at stuff like this, like if 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 we were in the Roger Rabbit world and we grew up there, we're like oh, a pack of four penguins walking down the street, we'd be like oh hey guys, like, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing with this movie, and it feels <laughs> organic. So does that make it a good movie, then? Is that what makes a good movie? Because by that portion. logic, uh, by that logic, the Happy Time Murder should have been a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to bring up the biggest disappointment of 2018, didn't you? Oh, God. Well, that Happy Time Murder okay. the biggest disappointment of 2018. That, that, that was my personal biggest disappointment of 2018. It looked bad from the beginning. I... I had hopes. I mean, it's from Henson's kid and they're bringing back a lot of actors that had worked, you know, in the Muppet studios and all that. It looked like there was some hope for it. I knew it was going to be raunchy, but it's just like, okay, this, this is the stuff the studio's forcing in and there's going to be something creative here. There's going to be a good idea. And it's like, you know, I still stand by. There was a good idea probably in the pitch meeting and it just got completely lost in the rest of this fucking disaster. There was some mm -hmm. weird, there was some weird uh, puppetry in that too. Some, I, some things didn't line up and it, it felt janky. <laughs> I, I don't know, you know what it, happened in the movie. You know, it's weird when a YouTuber puppeteer can do it better than a actual movie. Yeah, no, it's it's weird. It's That you one was weird. Do you know it's also weird and janky? Sonic. Oh, oh God. dear God. No. Do, we, no. do, we, do we have no. to go from the best? talk about a night, the nightmare that is that? that is I want to talk about it. I, Let's we, talk about it. Do we, do we have to talk about it? We're so, going from the best video game adaptation to go and hit the screen ever to, to, to Uganda Knuckles the movie. Do we e need to go there? Equal exchange for every good, there must be a bad. Oh, dear Karma. God, we're using Full Metal Alchemist rules. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get um, the gin. It's going to be a long night. Uh, the, that's the one where they had it and it was a cartoon character that they tried to realize and make realistic and that's not what happened Sonic. there. That's one of the ones uh, where it sounds like if that character was made a cartoon as much as possible, it would look way better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if it was just cartoon Sonic walking around, people would be like, oh, and then I think that'd be more entertaining. And that's the thing with the movie. It's like you can easily explain why he looks cartoony from being from a different dimension yeah because that's the whole thing with sonic it, their dimensions their zones they're, yeah but they're trying to do the same thing they do every single time they do one of these adaptations whether it's the smurfs or <laughs> god just anything else you go and take characters that don't exist in this world and you bring them into ours yeah that idea has been done to death because it's easy to write around that's why people do it <sighs> there's it doesn't seem like there's an original idea in that whole thing. And I feel so sorry. I've, I've been hearing about Jim Carrey's poor back and on how much pain he's in right now. He has to carry an entire movie by himself. He might. That's <laughs> why. That's, that's the other thing. It's somewhat odd imagining him as Dr. Eggman, as Robotnik. Okay. Here, okay. First off, I'm going to say this right now. Mm -hmm. I have not watched the Sonic trailer purposefully. Oh. 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 Okay. Because I took one look at the stupid fucking picture. So you so you can basically add nothing to this conversation at all. No, let me finish. Yeah. Well, yes. I'm gonna say this from a, just from my personal point of view, and okay. then I'm taking a step back. I'm just gonna go on this by what I can see, and the general kind of like discussion that I had my I've had with people, mm -hmm. and just from the picture of what sonic looks like it looks 
horrendous. Yes, that's 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 what everyone yeah. agrees. Yeah, that, you were entirely correct. You have yeah. gleaned the correct information out of that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, that's yeah. pretty much what everybody's telling me that it ha- I've ever talked to about this is that it's horrendous, and it got such a bad review. The fact that it's they're now pulling the movie to fix the CG. They're not mm-hmm. pulling it. They're... It's not pulled. No, like the old. They're pulling the old CG and replacing it. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, they're, is, they're is that what you're trying to say? The character model, yeah, because yeah. the movies, like like Rob said earlier, the mo- or uh, I guess that was before we started rolling. Um, mm. That he, that they still have their release date. It hasn't been pulled or postponed or anything. They're just gonna change. Now, that's the also CG. something that I that I've also heard that people are kind of annoyed about. Is like, no, you should push it back by a month or two so that you can don't overwork the fucking CG artists. Yeah, well, it's up and- to them. I, I can generally agree with that, that that would be the ethical thing to do. But the reality is right now, it looks like they've already spent close to a hundred million on this movie mm-hmm. and pushing it back a month or two. You're either putting it into a really contentious holiday season against star Wars, which nobody really wants to do at this point. Nobody who spends that much money on a movie wants to be number two, or you have to push it into no man's land into January when everybody's run out of money from the holidays. Like that's where you don't put the stuff working, you're hoping yeah. to make any money back on it. That's where you get your Norm of the Norths and all that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, want to, North. I, I want them to go and be nice to the animators that are working on this movie. But it's also like, yeah, this isn't good. And in a small defense of Paramount and the director, if I were to take a guess based on that trailer and the fact that I didn't see any what I would call incomplete CG in this course of that. Mm. My guess is they probably have that film most of the way done already. And they're just waiting for a soft weekend. Cause it's coming out two weeks before frozen two. It's in a very good position to try to make some money mm-hmm. ahead of that and be able to glean off in any theaters that are sold out. So I'm hoping that it's far enough along that they'll be able to just go and replace the animation assets and make this pretty simple. I don't know how much work is going to go into this. I don't know how many Sonic models they use in this movie because it's not uncommon to go and have you know 20 or 30 of them for different scenes based on how a character needs to move that might not be capable for one model you've made. But I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that those poor animators don't get fried. They probably will, but I'm hoping they don't. Yeah. But I... My God, just... I don't even know how we got to this dumpster fire. And there were so many signs. We should have known. I mean, we I think we did know. We saw those uh, teaser posters they came out with a few months ago. We all, we all knew the way. Yeah. That's pretty no much way. what that model is. Uh, honestly, though, they probably didn't spend a whole lot of money on CGI anyways. Like, in the trailer, they had him in a bag for a bunch of it. So he's mm-hmm. probably in the bag for most of that movie. <laughs> that be a nice change of pace the least sonic movie possible yeah that's that's how they cut corners basically also you from, go i have to admit it's quite entertaining trying to figure out the trailer just for the way you guys are describing stuff oh and my the... god cole i i am not joking saying this i hope <laughs> the other guys agree with me you need to see the trailer yeah, not because yeah. It is a good yeah trailer. i'll probably go watch it i just brought on yeah. you know honestly, it's the reason i haven't seen it yet is mostly just because i haven't had the time i i heard <laughs> Doug time Walker, right the nostalgia critic talking about this trailer and he said something that was it was an epiphany for me it was the most amazing thought ever 
You know, at the beginning of Tropic Thunder, on how they had all of those fake movie trailers. Yeah. Yeah, the fatties and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what this trailer looks like. It looks like a fake movie trailer. That bad? Well, it looks like a like a '90s, late '90s, early 2000s movie trailer. Yeah, where okay. the movie was every movie you went to was 90 minutes long. It's like, well, it's going to be exactly 90 minutes because all movies are 90 minutes in that time frame. So you can, I can start the movie and I know when it's going to end. It's not going to be a three-hour movie. It's going to be a 90-minute movie because that three-hour movie was an un, was unheard of unless there was an intermission in the middle. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's just it. It's like that that's what this trailer looks like to me it's like how could you get it so freaking wrong i'm i'm surprised they didn't have the voiceover guy like i haven't heard that voice in forever in a world where hedgehogs run really really fast <laughs> one police officer takes his radar gun to the whole next level mother of god <laughs> the <laughs> and one washed up comedian comes back to carry the entire movie on his shoulders. Is he really washed up? That's my yeah. I, the last couple of years, he has not had a hit in a long time. That's also this is another really thing. Very much this is another thing. Is, is he's coming back and he's doing like 90s Jim Carrey style too. Yeah. This is, this is a 90s movie. Yeah. It's Ooh. literally him doing um doing the mask. Yeah, yeah, the mask or the Grinch, yeah, the Grinch, Ace Ventura. I mean, it's all interchangeable, yeah, just that type of wacky character. Like, I watching this honestly, I'm jazzed to see this movie just <laughs> like, to see. I him. know it's going to be bad, but I'm hopeful that we're going to have some Ace Ventura esque moments coming out of Jim Carrey because there is something weird going on in this trailer. He actually seems like he's having fun doing this, yeah. I haven't seen Jim Carrey acting like he's having fun since The Majestic. <laughs> and that movie no. was a bit of a downer, but he did great. I mean, I, I've i loved Jim Carrey. I love The Truman Show. I love The Majestic. I love The Mask. I love Ace Ventura When Nature Calls has the funniest moment in cinema history uh, with the rhinoceros. <laughs> My God, everyone that, that is one of the best ones. The rhino. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but between yeah. that and the spears and the legs and it's those two, it's those two scenes. Everyone sees it. Yeah. It's just oh. that, that that's my Jim Carrey. And it's like this this does totally remind me of that. I love it. And he actually shaves his head. Yeah. One thing is I'm worried is since it's all these nineties. Well this this one uh, this is another thing. It just um it is one of those it seems like um, it's hitting all those spots of like being predictable. I know what's going to happen. It's, uh, but then that's another thing is like when I see these trailers, it's one of those trailers, like it feels like they took every joke in the movie and put it in the trailer. So when we go actually see the movie, every funny joke we already have seen. It was mm. my fears over Detective Pikachu because I thought it was going to be the same thing. Thankfully, it turned out not to be the case. I'm not convinced that that's not the case here. Yeah, this one I could feel like I'm watching it and like, yeah, every funny joke, it's like, oh yeah, that was in the trailer. Oh yeah, that was in the trailer. Oh yeah, that was in the trailer. Yeah, man. Yeah, so this, this uh, is going to be a Shrek the Third situation here. Oh my god. Oh really? no. That's what I'm feeling here. I don't know. Shrek the Third is like a straight to DVD kind of movie. It it, like, it should have been. Man, I, I'm I'm serious here. This what the hell was the name of that fake Ben Stiller movie? Fake Ben Stiller movie? 
Oh, oh, the ones where he likes has a baby and it's like um uh it's it's the world's like global warming or it's like volcanoes or something. Yeah, I know. Um, what the what the hell was it? What the hell was the name of that thing? I have got to find this. I know. I remember man. his name is Tug Speedman. <laughs> why why are you feeling that? What's up? I, how are you feeling stuff? I don't know. It's just like I said, this feels like a fake trailer. <laughs> How do you get this so wrong? Like you're taking Sonic. It's not that you can't have him in the real world. They did that in the Sonic X cartoon. And, you know, that was fine. That wasn't bad. But they also approached it from the perspective of, hey, I'm a freakish abomination that's found its way into this world. And you can't do a damn thing about it. This one, we've got Sonic who clearly can run fast enough to go and play the drums on missiles. But he's also slow enough to get hit with a tranquilizer dart. By the yeah, sheriff. I, I I found that odd too. Also, that is like what that would have been one of the best scenes in the movie if they didn't put it in the trailer. That's like when they did with Sil- um with uh in a uh, uh X Men mm-hmm. with uh, Quicksilver where yeah. he's running around there. They put that in the trailer and I'm like, man, that's a really cool scene. And that would be fucking a really cool scene in that movie. But I've already seen it now because I watched the trailer. Yeah, like I was so happy, even though the movie itself is not great. What was it, X-Men Apocalypse? Is that the last one that came out? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The mansion's getting blown up for like the 40th time in these movies. Quicksilver mm. shows up. He's going and throwing people out of the building. Yeah. It's a beautiful scene, and I'm glad they didn't have that in the trailers because, yeah, Days of Future Past, they really disappointed me because they actually included that scene because it looks yeah. so good, but I, I know it was coming. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, "Okay, let's put that in the trailer. Make people in the movie." And it's like, well, stigma trailers in this and have a weird stigma nowadays. Where, yeah, even even Marvel with their Endgame trailers and Infinity War and Thor Ragnarok, they're they're altering their trailers so they're keeping you guessing and you're you're seeing cool scenes, but they're not going to come out the way you think they are. They're going to change, and you're it's mm-hmm. still keeping you going. Oh, that's that's a different scene. Yeah. So, man. Those yeah. guys have those guys have mastered that though. I mean, I, I never thought that I would go and you know find a day where I'm yearning for John to go and cosplay Thor, but damn it, I'm yearning for John to cosplay Thor now. Again. Gonna... Oh no, he <laughs> hasn't done Thor yet. That's right. No, no he hasn't done happen. Thor yet. No. Never gonna happen. Oh, I, I think it's gonna happen. You're gonna watch that movie and you're gonna go, damn it, no. Rob. <laughs> He hasn't seen it yet, has he? No, <gasps> you he haven't hasn't. seen it. Oh my god. I've been too busy. I know, oh. man, I know. And you're going to see it, and you're going to understand, and you're going to curse me and Tyler. It's okay. going to be in theaters for a while. So I oh, yeah. That no, it, it's, it, it rocketed past Titanic. Yeah. yeah. That movie was in theaters for two months. And, you know, for a long time was the uh, best-selling movie of all time. This movie did it in two weeks. That's yeah. awesome. I don't know. Their, their, their pre-sale was, like, already retarded yeah. high. It's just... That's it's well, 10 years in the making. That's what I keep saying. It's like, man, I think it's crazy. I'm like, 10 years in the making. Yeah. Didn't happen overnight. They they did pretty much everything right to get there. Yeah. Except for Captain Marvel. There's some right, I'm, so, I'm so upset about that movie. God, that was that does feel like a weird period. It's like, what was the point of that? Yeah, what why why is this here? It actually would have made more sense after Endgame had come out. It would have, yeah. Like the what they did with Black Panther. Black Panther showed a movie first, and they're like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah. And then they had I a Black Panther. Interested. Movie. I want to know more about this guy. Yeah. Not... 
I should have done that. That would make way, way more sense with Captain Marvel. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to get over that movie, but I'm still just like... Yeah. I shit. didn't hate it, but it wasn't what it should have been. Yeah, it would have been like a nice throwback from uh, things and then... And I think I would have been, like I said, much happier with it if it came out after Endgame. Yeah, it had nothing yeah, to do with it. Fuck all if she did anything in Endgame. Yeah. She was she was just a deus ex machina. Just a, it, a reason... With that? Yeah. Yeah, well, yes. Yes, she did. At, at one point, she was. She was absolutely at two points. At two points, she was. Okay, yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. There's a thing at the beginning, and there's the thing at the end but it's not the yeah. thing at the end that you expected her to be there for yeah no you, yeah and then there's the stuff in the meeting which weren't exactly deus ex machina they're just sort of fixing plot holes or making reasons for things that yeah. if you didn't point out people wouldn't have cared about yeah 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 there's one good moment in that movie for her <laughs> one I, I I stand by it. I think there's only really one great moment. There's some good moments, but there's only one great moment. One of her, I don't know, one of the coolest moments is when is when it's actually Thanos' moment fighting her. So <laughs> I really I really like that moment because it's not just like all of a sudden everything. Oh, we're talking about Endgame now. What the hell? Yeah, God, yeah. God damn it. Do we really want to talk about Sonic? I mean, the teeth, the legs, the eyes. Okay, so I'm just gonna make this point here. So. Even my wife refers to Sonic's design as a freak of nature. It's weird. It's like, honey, I agree because Sonic has my fucking legs. Jesus, Sonic, is that you? <laughs> well, ever since like, they even like and call me Sonic because that's they... how horrifying what I saw was. Yeah, that's that's what it looks like. It looks like one of those cosplays of Sonic that looks really. Uh, painting your entire body blue and just looking awkward and you're like uh it's like i appreciate your fandom yeah well that's the thing it's like they tried to they tried to go well he's he's a runner he runs all the time so we're gonna give him more of a runner body and and teeth we're gonna make him look like usain bolt and a hedgehog had a baby yeah he's gonna make him look more human and it's like no don't do that he doesn't even look like a hedgehog no, don't make him look human. The, the art roundup that came out the same day as that trailer with people mm-hmm. altering the image or just flat out replacing it with other stuff that looked better. It's like, how did people on the internet do this in like five hours? I'll, I'll one up you here. It wasn't even the trailer. They came out with that poster and the poster <laughs> wasn't even a picture of him. It was like a shadowy picture of him. Yeah. And already people were upset and they altered that to make it look better yeah yep oh you're right you're right yeah so it was it was like they didn't even need to see him they just had to see an outline of him and they're like oh it's wrong it's wrong instantly wrong instantly wrong and one thing that's very important is you don't mess with the sonic fandom group oh dear god right because wars have been fought over this stuff people have died i saw i saw the biggest art community on the internet and then the sonic fans descended on it and it's never been the same I saw a man stand out of a wheelchair because of Sonic. What the fuck is this Sonic movie? Come on. Come on. It's not going to be good. Ugh. 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 Is that it? That's it. That's it. That, that's all you got? That's all I got. I literally just woke up from a nap at the end of your podcast. I'm so sorry. 
Oh, we have. We're not even. We're not done yet. We're not done. We're still talking about Sonic. No, we're, we, oh, we just got to the part where they stole my where they stole my legs and threw them onto that horrible creature's body. Those calves, though. Yeah. <laughs> One good thing about Sonic, them calves. I can't believe fun. I'm so late to this piss party. <laughs> as an owner of multiple Sonic shirts and sweaters, <laughs> as a player of Sonic, as the second video game I ever played. When I was four years old, this is a disgrace. This is an insult. This Even is more than Chicon the Everman. This is her say. That was the third video game I ever played. <laughs> Bullshit. Get back to complaint. Get get back to bragging about your calves. <laughs> I bragging. You know I think they're horrible. They're horrible and beautiful and defy nature and defy god but in the good way not in the way this trailer does which is the bad way go back to sonic i'm feeling really uncomfortable right now <laughs> sonic makes me feel uncomfortable the new trailer and i'm trying to replicate that how effective is it do you guys remember that like three month period between sonic mania and sonic forces when we mm -hmm. felt good about sonic again even yeah. uh, well, I mean, I only felt a little bit good because I played the Sonic Forces demo at PAX. But I, <sighs> yeah, but we did feel good. We felt like Sonic might actually have a chance. Like, like it was good in the world again. Like there was hope for humanity that Mobius, its savior, might have come back. I felt like Leonardo DiCaprio during that three seconds when he tries to push himself onto the door with Rose, and then I just give up after one push and lay in the freezing cold water and die that's how i felt those three months were my one push to try to get on the flotation device and sega team is fucking rose who could sonic team is fucking rose who could help us but won't trust me sonic fans are jack and i can't let go i this is kind of going back to detective pikachu but just because of how good an adaptation that is versus what we're seeing here in this trailer. Oh, did you just see it? Yeah. My roommates are going right now. Oh, they'll love it. They are leaving the house as we speak. That That is it. awesome. That is awesome. Because something that I noticed when I went back and watched the trailer for Detective Pikachu, even the first one, right at the beginning, it has the Pokemon company listed on there. Mm. It's got Game Freak listed in all the credits on there. Nice. And when the movie starts, you don't get two minutes of just all of these faceless, nameless Hollywood entities. It's the Pokemon company. You can tell that there was real input from the people that make the games, from the people that understand the franchise. I've been watching the Sonic trailer while Amy's been on. And there ain't a Sega reference in here outside no. of the Genesis. They, like... Uh, video game Nunky describes it the best as if like it's like a Sonic movie made by people who don't have the rights to Sonic <laughs> and they're just trying to make a bootleg movie. That was great video. <laughs> uh, that's that just describing it. Yes, that's my favorite YouTube review about it so far. He keeps it concise though. Everyone knows that I'm a video game donkey. Like I'm a donkey junkie. <laughs> uh, but. He, he describes it best, really. I highly recommend that trailer. Uh, so you're saying we have a video game movie 
That's good. Yes, there's finally one. So it's not just to just to clarify, it's not the Mario Brothers movie. No. It's not the Dead or Alive movie. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't I forgot about that. Okay, no House of the Dead, no Blood Rain one, two, or three. Is it the Mortal Kombat movie? <laughs> That's first, still pretty I, I decent. The first one was good. The first one was good. I, I have kind of a soft spot. It's not a great movie, but like there's enough in there that I can say I'm entertained by it. But it's what not about a good the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I have That's, a oh soft spot. <laughs> I have a little bit of a soft spot for the Dead or Alive movie. But y'all know how I feel about Dead or Alive. Like even today, I was like, "Ooh, it's been almost a year since I did our Dead or Alive cosplay." <laughs> 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 and I do love uh, Jamie. What's her bitch? as tina because she is so all-american uh yeah, what the hell is her name i'm googling it as jamie presley yeah that's it fucking fighting in that america bikini i'm like oh this movie's gonna be good and then they slap a purple wig on this woman to be ayana and i'm like oh and they make helena when you can't ha- you can't give someone the actual if you don't play doa and you play final fantasy uh she has like straight up Aerith bangs but you can't do that. Advent Children. Is that one we approve of? I I like Advent Children. I, I enjoy Advent Children, but I will say, as because this is like my thing with Endgame, as a standalone movie, as a viewer experience, it's not great. As a Final Fantasy fan experience, especially Final Fantasy VII in particular, yes. it's a good experience. It's one of those things that you have to be in the right place. And I will say, Detective Pikachu is kind of like that. Like, you got to understand at least a little bit of the Pokemon universe to really be able to go and delve yourself into it. But this is something that, honestly, I think my grandmother would enjoy just based on the fact it's like, okay, I get it. I get that this is a Pikachu. I get that this is a world where people and these animals coexist together. Yes. Like you that, know what? I'm sorry, go ahead. Basically- I retract my statement of it being a video game movie because I'm thinking about the scope of Pokemon. And we've yeah. had Pokemon movies, Pokemon 2000, Brothers. Uh, we That is a cultural phenomenon movie. Yeah. I know I, I said that last week, but Pokemans. <laughs> pocket monsters. Oh, pocket monsters, if you will. And I'm not talking no Tamagotchi fucking feed me. Oh my God, I just killed something. Uh, which were also pokemon themed ones as well uh tamagotchi's not pokemon there's pokemon versions of them oh okay yeah, well, that's what i was getting at there's crossover. okay it was subtle too subtle uh <laughs> sorry you're, subtle. you're not awake yet <laughs> i'm not awake for this level of subtlety uh no it, it's it's more than a video game movie you're right but it is still a video game movie I mean, and it's something that Pokemon is more like the reality I wish I lived in. This is a reality I wish I lived in movie. I, I think that that pretty much describes why Pokemon Go was such a big hit for such a long time. Yes. And, and still I mean, is decently popular. Well, that's just it. I mean, they still have more than a, her million monthly transactions. So it's like, uh, guys, there's still, there still a hardcore uh, people playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And then there's still actually a fair bit of casuals, but there are, that's the thing is like literally like everyone knew about Pokemon Go to the point that people who like I work with who didn't even know who you would not, don't have cell phones or 
Like I've got a guy I work with who doesn't have a cell phone, doesn't have a TV. He still kind of like was learning about Pokemon Go and knew about it and what things were. And mm-hmm. it was like, wow, that, that means it's it's really reached to a lot of crazy. It just went wide. It's just like everyone knows about it. Yeah. And so it's like common knowledge now. Just yeah. Common yeah. knowledge. And that's part of why this film is such a marvel because honestly, I think anybody that played that game can find something in this film to like. Like this is not even, it's weird to me because I I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I've been looking at Rotten Tomatoes and on how this thing was in the high 90s on Monday and it's down to 67% now with the critics. Hmm. Audience scores haven't gone live yet for obvious reasons. You know, the film is just premiering tonight as of the recording of this. Brandon, question really quick. Have you put mm-hmm. your review in? Uh, no, because I still have not gotten approval as a critic. <laughs> Funny, I have I, I have enough clout uh, with our numbers to be able to go and get a press pass to be able to see movies, but Rotten Tomatoes will not recognize the fact that I think more people probably care about my review than the guys of the New Yorker. Insert the meme of Anakin Skywalker sitting on the Council of Masters, but is not a master. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, you should make a YouTube video on our channel of you eating a rotten tomato, accused <laughs> poorly, and the title of the video will be like, let me be a critic for yeah. rotten tomatoes, <laughs> and just fucking stare into your camera with a rotten tomato. Fear factor. Then all of us will tweet it at Rob. Yep. I will make a Twitter for that. Actually, the only reason I have a Twitter right now is to enter fucking Sega contests <laughs> and track PAX tickets so I can play Sonic demos. <laughs> like, uh You have been so betrayed by Sega. <laughs> sorry to bring up my broken fucking heart again, but as a Sonic fan, I can only hope for so much because I've been let down so many times before. Let, let me... Let me do something here, because I've had an idea for a YouTube show that I just, I'm never going to get it done. I never have any time to go and do this stuff. Okay. Let's, let's play around with this right now. Let's fix yeah. it. That's been my entire idea. We go and take a train wreck of a concept that should have been good and fix it. Well, fans have already done that, homie. Have you guys oh. already touched on the Paramount thing? Mm-hmm. They, oh, yeah. Leaving? Yeah. And how yeah. they're, yeah, yeah they're. They're fixing the design, but I'm not sure it's going to fix the problem. There's still that plot, though. That plot is very predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's the Smurfs. <laughs> it's the Smurfs. It was Transformers. It's uh, Alien comes down. It Mac and Me. There's another one. It's just all of them. It's it's a plot we've seen before. Some some kind of thing comes from another dimension. Uh, government agents come after it. Uh, one guy who's like down on his luck or something, or is like a kid or something like that, who's just a fool, uh, has a chance to like help the thing or somehow comes across the thing in a weird, wacky situation. Uh, and then they kind of bond and he has to oh help. Oh my God, this something. movie's Hop 2. This is which one? It's Hop 2. It's yeah. got James Hop. Marston. Yeah. It's also another yeah, one. Oh, a character. Yeah. Short Circuit? Did you say Short Circuit already? No, no, but it's. <laughs> Short circuit too. <laughs> it's that too, but it's like, oh my god, this movie is literally hop two. Bunch He's of play- It's James Marsden playing opposite to a horrifying CGI creature. Hmm. Sorry, I just. What, what, the, f- what the 
fuck is with the quills? Also, <laughs> don't put James Marston, my Buffy. Wait, James Marsters or Marston? Marsden, not Marston. Okay. I'm okay yeah. with that. You no, can put James Marsden. I got plenty of ammunition for him. Okay. Yeah, you can put James Marsden in the same sentence as uh, the Sonic movie, but not James Marsters. Yeah, no, I, I'll go and put James Marsters in the same sentence as Dragon Ball Evolution. Can you put oh him in the God. same sentence as my pants? <laughs> <laughs> I have a quick question. Speaking of a of, of, of film that's literally the description that you just had, um, I can't remember the name, but it's it had the guy from, from Back to the Future. He had, like, he had like uh like antennas that kind of like oh mm-hmm. my favorite martian yeah thank you <laughs> what does that have to do with this oh that that's literally the description that you just gave for the that again oh uh, Earth, he hides the uh, finds a kid it, it, somebody. uh yeah interacts with person uh government agent comes after him uh wacky things ensue and then capture uh, said it said alien they they, they dissect them then 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 they escape etc etc yeah. oh eat you fucking people come on I you, you, you. you didn't none of you said et oh no i didn't see either. Either. yeah yeah oh tyler phone home go phone home yourself <laughs> do you even know your own phone number my own phone number yes <laughs> you're one of you <laughs> it's 1-800 Moloch. <laughs> <laughs> also amy just to go and satisfy you right now oh <laughs> james marsters in amy's pants uh, the movie spike me <laughs> <laughs> But it's not James Marsters as Spike from Buffy. Oh. It's James Marsters, dressed in a very, very ugly-looking green color. No. Playing Piccolo. Piccolo I still haven't watched that <laughs> Dragon Evolution. You, you, you need to that see it. That movie is terrible. It, oh it's terrible, but... So, this is my hope for Sonic. Because I don't think there's any saving it at this point. Please don't I, mention hope and Sonic in the same sentence. Well, no, no, because there's the only, <laughs> I, Amy, you missed it earlier where I was going and saying that I feel so bad for Jim Carrey because his back what? is just hurting. It's it's killing him right now Who's on how he's having to carry the entire weight of that movie on his shoulders. Just Who's blackmailing him into this. I think he's having fun with it. Yeah, it looks like he's enjoying it. Yeah, he seems to be the only person that's legitimately enjoying being in that movie. What is a good name for that genre of alien buddy cop? Alien buddy comedy? There we go. I'm sure there's I, a name for that genre. It's just a buddy comedy. Yeah. yeah. No, but my honest hope, I'm sorry to say this, but my honest hope for this movie at this point, because I don't think that there's any amount of corrective work that can be done to go and save this movie as it is. My honest hope is that we get something like Dragon Ball Evolution out of this. Because that movie is in that so bad, it's good category. Mm. It's like, you could not have gotten things more wrong. And if you're going into this as a fan looking for a serious movie, you're just going to hate it. But if you go in as a fan that knows it's going to be a freaking dumpster fire and you're just there to go and watch everything burn, it's a great film. Kind of like The Room. If you're going in there expecting a good drama, you're not going to get it. But if you go in there expecting, I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) 
You're tearing me apart, Tails! <laughs> Just please, for the love of God, don't put a room reference in there. That'll actually hurt both movies. <laughs> oh, hi, Eggman. I can't help but have time I've seen the comparison, like, the, uh, like, you know, it was, like, presenting Sonic, and then there's, like, preventing Tails, and they just have a fucking... You, you've seen it. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I just want them to bring in Shadow. It's just everyone's there. No. Stop it, you fucking edgelord. Let's bring in Silver. Let's get real obscure. Oh, bring my in gosh. Time travel. Can we I bet you fucking, like, doesn't exist. Dude, if they want to be as accurate as they can to the recent games, which is probably my, which is a possibility with them overhauling all the effects for Sonic, that motherfucker should just be clipping, or like he should be talking to like the buddy cop guy and then just like fly off the screen in a random direction. We're like, yep. Skyrim the movie. But the water's so nice though. <laughs> Yeah, no, fuck this movie. Also, what are the quills? God, I'm sorry. I'm just like jumping from complaint to complaint. There's but so since when? Since when? Since why? That's that's yeah. Like, just, he's not even a yeah. He's not even a hedgehog. He's like it's, it's not, yeah yeah. It's the eyes are just so freaky on him. Oh, the eyes, the teeth, the quills, the legs, just all of it. Stall yeah. it. Yeah, you, this is something that you could not, I think, consciously make more wrong than that. Um, like so you could like, make Big the Cat and call it Sonic, <laughs> and that would still be more right. It actually does look more like Big the Cat because he has the legs and everything, and then fur. Froggy. Just make him purple. A Big the Cat movie would be great. I, no, I John. Like you know what? That's how they fix it. Don't make it Sonic, make it Big the Cat. Yes. Just, like, take footage of a fishing tournament from, like, six years ago and have Big the Cat, like, be spliced over the narrator, the, like, announcer, and have him just narrate a fishing tournament and release that. That'd be that. awesome. We, we fixed the movie. Fair movie about. fixed. What if they're, like, we fixed the movie and Sonic just has a bandage over his genitals because they just castrated him? We fixed Sonic. And then you what? You just like turn his audio more higher pitch the entire movie. <laughs> and Amy's just crying in the background. <laughs> Not this Amy, Amy the Hedgehog, but I will also be crying, regardless. At this point, <laughs> she's crying right now. It's what I do. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> I don't understand. I the more I think about it, it's just like and gangsters paradise. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! Yes, I remember Coolio in the '90s. I think it was I heard the about that. It's it's a '90s movie. It's yeah. everything keeps screaming '90s. That's the tip. But it's like, I remember when Coolio was upset because Weird Al made a parody of it because he thought, you know, this song is too serious for you to make a parody of. And it's just like, I haven't heard him say jack shit about this movie yet. Either, either years ago. This for Weird Al in this situation, or Coolio needs to come out and say what everybody else is thinking about this. Why? <laughs> He's probably going like, oh shit, that's right, I made that song. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in 20 years. 
I'm getting royalties. So, I'm just gonna check in the mail and be like, "Why am I getting a check? I haven't gotten a check in 20." Oh, Jesus Christ! Let's cash that bad boy. Who uses checks anymore? Josh, going back and watching the trailer though, there's some parts of it I do enjoy. To be honest, like I I enjoy I enjoy the humor that uh, Jim Carrey does for Eggman. I think the idea of Eggman transforming is interesting. Though it does fuck up his convoluted origin story. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even mind them not sticking to Sonic lore, because Sonic lore's stupid. Uh, (laughs) And because there's, there's, you know, multiple versions of the comic, the video games, and Maria! So, I just... Sonic lore's stupid, so I don't mind that, but, like... I don't know. It's it's such a weird thing, though. And, like, I... I'm just gonna say this here, and Amy, this is a good time to get some water if you want yes. to. Yes, oh, I need pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, do do your thing, do your thing. I'll, I'll okay, I'll... sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Me too. Anyway, while she's going and taking a piss, uh... <laughs> no, but I I actually don't mind Jim Carrey being a skinny Robotnik. I you know Eggman, whatever we're gonna call him in this one. He'll probably be Robotnik, to be honest. Probably. I I I don't know. I. Where did the name Eggman actually come from? That was, was from the Japanese. Really the name at the beginning? Yeah, in Japan, he was always called Eggman. Yeah. yeah. Partially almost... because he was round, shaped like an egg. Yeah, we're, we're just we're just uh, two minutes over an hour at this point for record time. So we're, we're about ready to end this, but... Yeah. Uh, well, we have to finish up then. Yeah. But I don't mind a skinny or skinny Robotnik, Eggman, whatever you want to call him. It looks like he'll probably be getting fat by the end of it, but... Uh, one of my favorite incarnations oh. of Eggman also comes from one of the worst Sonic video games, Sonic Boom. That was an, oh that God. was a great Eggman, especially from the cartoon. Well, that that's the thing right there, because it's like it, the game is pretty terrible, mm-hmm. and the show that came off of it, yeah, <laughs> Knuckles looked like uh... <laughs> Knuckles, that terrifying creature. Um, they made him dumb too. It's like they no, did. I'm a fucking it, guardian. I'm a, it, that upsets me. I'm upset. Yeah, it's what what upsets you? That you never think all that. I know exactly whose fault that was. That you weren't listening. No, that uh, that knuckles got went dumb. Oh, whose fault was that? The voice actor. Oh, goddamn voice actor. It's always the voice actor. I guess, but I. I don't because you because they were trying to figure out something different for the guy to take it in a different direction, and he's, he's supposed to be edgy. He's the edgy one. He's the edgy one. He's no, he's not the edgy one. He's like he was the edgy one before Shadow was edgy. He was the and stoic edgy. one that no one liked. There you go, stoic one. And then Shadow yeah. came in and became even more like, stoic. You realize who Shadow's uh, voice actor is, right? No, I never looks. Travis Willingham. Oh. Mm. Okay. I.e. Ford from... Uh... Here we get a call. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Rob, you were saying something. Yeah, but anyway, Skinny Robotnik, Eggman, whatever. I don't mind that because the Sonic Boom version, not necessarily the one from the games because he almost doesn't exist in it, but the one from the short-lived TV series is one of my favorite incarnations of any video game character ever. Because... He is smart, but he's also extremely comedic. He looks and acts the way you would expect something like that would. 
It's not like the classic Eggman from Sonic or from the original Sonic games or Sonic Sat AM, where he's this larger than life evil character. It's not like the honestly goofy and you don't know how anybody takes him seriously enough to allow him to do these things like in the Sonic Adventure games or the Sonic X cartoon. He's this brilliant doctor that is capable of just making fun of himself and the world around him. And it just works. And he's not a fat one either. Mm. He's actually quite trim at the waist and big in the chest. I don't mind the fact that they're changing Robotnik's look, at least for the origin part, with him being skinny or anything like that. I've seen some people bitching about that. It's like, that's not really a problem. Mm. He's being an asshole. That's what I expect him to be. The fact yeah. that he's being a Jim Carrey asshole is just entertaining. Being like chunky is not a character trait and I can take it or leave it. Yeah. Also, yeah. like I don't know. I he was originally created at a different time where you could like making fun of someone's body was more accepted by calling him like an egg man. Mm-hmm. So I guess the nickname doesn't really make sense if he's not actually shaped like an egg. Maybe like an egghead. Mm-hmm. Uh be what they do. But people are less tolerant about that. And if you put fat shaming in your movie you know what I mean? Yeah, I. Not saying making villains overweight is fat shaming, and yes, the source material is such, but I don't know. Yeah, I, like I, I, said, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In some respects, I think it's actually nice that the one thing they took creative liberty with in this movie apparently is that. Actually, <laughs> what I could see happening is again another prediction of how these movies go. Mm-hmm. Is that they just make him like a normal character like that, and he's gonna be like that for the whole movie, and then at the final climax of whatever happens to get things back, something explodes, and that causes him to look like that. But he's only gonna look like that for like the very f- end five minutes, and he's gonna look like ro- robot Nick with the mustache exploded for like, yeah, the very Taylor end five minutes. And then they're going to be like, there, we got him as what he looks like in that. And then they cut away and then the movie's done. See, I, I think I'm it's guessing... going to be like a reaction to messing with Sonic's quills. Yeah. I, I'm like... guessing mid credit sequence, it's going to be a teaser for the next movie. That we can yeah. only... Yeah. Why can't people just put the shit in the movie? Not putting <laughs> shit in the credits. The fuck? I want to go to bed or home to my cactus. And... <laughs> I don't have any more popcorn left. I don't want to sit in a fucking theater. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. I hate this. I'm, I'm sorry me. the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Amy has no patience. All the Marvel movies. She's salty <laughs> about them. I did just watch all the Marvel movies so quickly. And I'm like typing in my, I'm like thinking at my review like, oh, that was however it was. It's like, wait, Amy. God, it's wait. not it's not done yet what are you waiting what are you talking about there's still two more scenes we gotta wait for after the, the mid credits or I'm that glad we waited for an ant to play drums they didn't even have glad we waited for a cat <laughs> to puke up the tesseract there I wasn't there wasn't even end cre- mid credits and then it was like only end credits and i was like hey we gotta wait for the end credit scene and you're like huh and then okay and then halfway through in phase two i'm like now there's mid credits too so <laughs> it just only got more and more she's salty let's take it away john take it away end this before oh. she gets too salty and yeah, explode this like a damn hedgehog oh goodness that's a blue sad. Dog, 
Hog in the Hedge. We need All right. to stop Hog in the Hedge. Well, thank you for listening no. to us ramble on about Sonic the Hedgehog and talk about uh, Detective Pikachu. As always, we're the Soccer Rangers. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, SoundCloud. Can you find us on Twitter? Don't we have a Twitter? We have, we have a Twitter. We don't use it, but no, yeah. yeah we well, we have one. And you Nobody can also uses Twitter anymore. <laughs> and you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Cloud. No, Google Play. Google Play Music Podcast. Google Play Music Podcast, and the third one I can't remember. Stitcher. 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 As always, thank you. I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. Oh, we're doing an end credit call off. I'm, I'm the Green I'm Ranger. <laughs> I'm Amy, I'm the Pink Ranger, and we better not start having fucking post goodbye scenes. Shit. I'm Robert, I'm the Red Ranger. And I'm Tyler, I'm the Black Ranger. Good night. And goodbye, good night, everyone.